0: You're listening to The Drew Marshall Show, and now here's Drew and his trusty sidekick, Keith, my pathy white butt.
1: Oh, what a great song for this segment, Tim. Well chosen. Thank you. Well played. Uh, Drew Sokol, I believe that's how we pronounce his name, and uh, Corey Markham, uh, an atheist and a pastor, walk into a podcast and uh, it becomes Hinge. Hinge is the podcast of two men whose lives have led them to different conclusions about the most important questions in life. Corey and Drew also wrestle with uh, one of the most polarizing questions in the history of history.
2: What's that? How did caramel get into the caramel bar?
1: How did caramel get into the caramel bar?
2: They know the answer?
1: They do. Um, Let's find out if they actually know the answer. Ladies and gentlemen, the atheist and the pastor on the Drew Marshall Show. Okay, Corey... You're an atheist, and uh, you're more interesting than the pastor. So let's start with you first. Um, why? Why are you an atheist? Let's just get the obvious vanilla question out of the way. Why are you an atheist? Because some, because Christians hurt your feelings, or because you're you're scientists and the math doesn't make sense, or because um you think people like donald trump are going to ruin the world why are you an atheist
2: i think the short answer is that he knows me i think that's part of it yeah i was going to go with the trump thing actually Uh, yeah i think there are two basic ways to answer that uh one would be if one would it would require me to have um knowledge about like my the psychology of, of how i grew up and all the different you know different things that led to me being an atheist um, and I can talk about that, but you know, it's, it's, I have to, I only have so much access to that kind of stuff. And then another answer would be, I could get into, I think there are good reasons, uh, to be an atheist or in the very least to not believe in sort of the, the standard uh, version of God that most people believe in nowadays. And obviously the, those would be the typical things like I would point to, um, the problem of evil Or the way that all the uh, There's theological disagreement in the world And, and uh, things like that So I, I don't know how much you'd like me to get into that sir But yeah
1: Well um okay What arguments has Drew thrown down Pastor Drew That freaks me out and takes me back to a time When I people called me that Ooh, That's just weird Why am I doing James Brown noises hey, hello, yeah. Um <laughs> So, uh, but what, is there anything that Pastor Drew has said to you that have, has made you actually go, hmm?
2: Yeah, I I think so. I, um, in particular, I think it would be that there is something unique about this particular figure at the heart of Christianity, as opposed to say like Muhammad or the Buddha, um, the figures at the other at the hearts of other religions. And what that would be would be there's more, um, with respect to historical analysis there's more evidence there i mean there's more both just there's more uh texts for us to look at and there's more um you know we we have external sources outside of the bible that seem to uh say things that the bible is saying and different things like that and uh i don't you know how much that really how much that really matters in the long run i'm not sure but yeah that stands out to me uh and also i should say too that drew drew seems to stand out with respect to his humility about about all this I have a lot of Christians that I've interacted with over the years um, who I think their confidence isn't warranted. Especially after getting into the arguments and the reasons that they put forth, hmm. um, I think Drew is is seems to he continue. We're both uh, we both value what I call epistemic, epistemic humility, which is just that recognizing that we're likely wrong about a lot of the things that we take for granted. Hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean we don't have our views, and we don't we, we don't have some confidence in them. So
0: yeah, we were actually really close to running with epistemic humility as the name for our podcast. <laughs> yes, we did decide against it. Didn't think that would work. Yeah,
1: yeah, epistemic humility. I think I saw that on a Christian Mingle profile once.
2: I think, I think my dad diagnosed that once in a patient. Yeah, That's actually where I got it from, so
1: yeah. Um, all right, so I'll ask Drew Sokol, the pastor in the Pastor Atheist podcast known as Hinge. Uh, Drew, is there anything that uh, Atheist Boy... That sounds like a superhero, doesn't it? it
0: does hello? <laughs> I don't know if I can believe in it though. What is the superpower then? Um, that's doubt. That, that's fascinating. Yeah, doubt is the
1: superpower, <laughs> or sarcasm.
0: Um, you doubt everything you know. Yeah,
1: Drew. Is there anything that uh, that uh, Corey has said that has made you shake and quiver in your spiritual boots?
0: You know, it's it's uh it's an interesting question. I would say almost every day, when we probably have about an hour and a half or two hours every day, we're Unplanned, we end up in a debate, Uh, just like (laughs) going back and forth, and like our entire plan for the day ends up upended. But uh, you know, the thing that comes up again and again—this this this isn't unique—but the the issue of suffering, which is probably the number one issue that people who have wrestled with faith and wrestled with doubt can identify with the most—I think it's easy to distance yourself sometimes emotionally from how pervasive and uh, deep a problem that is. And and for me, I you know, I, I have my kind of intellectual and theological responses of, like, just because we don't see a reason why God would allow suffering doesn't mean there isn't a reason. And if there really is this great and powerful divine being, who are we to expect that we're going to understand or see all the answers? Huh. And like that may be like intellectually somewhat sound, but it's still not always emotionally satisfying. And I think (laughs) a lot of the discussions that Corey and I have, I, I just find myself reflecting on the angst that even as a believer, even as a pastor, you don't necessarily shed the concern that you have over that issue. And I see how much the, I, I, I wonder sometimes if I see how big of a role that plays in Corey's life more than he even does. I can just see how much that holds him back from considering a possible divine being. Hmm. But, and, and seeing that angst in him, it just kind of stirs it up for me as well.
1: Drew is a Christian pastor who in 2014 found himself confronted with doubts about his own beliefs. This is just sounding really weird. Drew is now carrying his own private wrestling into public conversations about Jesus. Uh, Drew is currently uh, moving with his wife to New York City where he'll be working with Redeemer Presbyterian Church. Is that old or are you still currently moving? Like, how long is this move?
0: (laughs) You know, it honestly depends on how much time we decide to throw into Hinge. The only thing that's stopping my wife and I from moving to New York right now is Corey and I diving into this podcast. And so a lot of that has to do with how much money can we raise to fund the season of episodes? Right. And uh, and how long do we want to run with it? And once we're done with this, probably by the beginning of next year, yeah. my wife and I will go ahead and move to New York. You know, if you had Kirk
1: Cameron as a guest regularly, uh, he could do some fundraising for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh, yeah. man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He,
1: yeah. he could just to go it. to the Chiquita Banana people yeah. and ask for some.
2: Anybody get that? Anyone <laughs> get, that get that reference at all? I was just going to make that yes, reference. Okay. All right. Instead of Girl Guy Cookies, you got Kirk Graham and Bananas. I'm sorry. What was Kurt, his name again? Kirk Cameron. Bananas. All right, that's no more tequila for you. <laughs> God. So,
1: Corey is a. Ra- <laughs> that's right. Corey is a writer, philosopher who uh, slash philosopher, a slash philosopher. It sounds like a horror movie. Who grew up Christian, <laughs> but for numerous reasons lost his faith and became an atheist late in his teens. Now, can I just say, when people say I became a, an atheist in my teens, I just there's a part of me that checks out a little bit. I go, you're too dumb in your teens to really <laughs> really know. Uh, what you're talking about what your thoughts are you're still forming uh, so much you're still growing armpit hair so but
0: this is atheist boy remember he has superhero oh now. that's true exactly. <laughs> that is true yeah, yeah yes
2: and i so i was born the superhero and so that completely refutes that right? yeah 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 no i think that's a that's a fair point and that's why i tried to stress right off the bat that there's a difference between talking about why i'm an atheist um i'm not going to sit here and just to you because i think it's a bit naive that i'm an atheist simply because i've looked at the evidence and that's the rational decision or that's that's the answer um i think that any one of us we when we look at things like that we have a whole host of of biases and views already um on us and that affects the way we look at a given thing uh, a given set of data or evidence something like that and so i you know it's just like i wouldn't point to um, the way someone develops their religious beliefs as a reason for why their religious beliefs are wrong, huh. you know, I would point to other things like the problem of evil, say, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. that I, just that goes in reverse, right? Um, and so it's a fair point, you know. But again, I I think there are good reasons. It's not, and maybe you might you might point out, well, you you just happen to have got to the point where you're you you have a right view, and that's a criticism pr- perhaps for all of us insofar that we're right. So mm-hmm. yeah. If that makes
1: sense okay I'm gonna I want to read something to you guys and I I want uh, I want I think I want the preacher's p- position first the preacher's position first by the way uh we are on the line with Drew Sokol he's a pastor Corey Markham he's an atheist and they are hosts of the hinge podcast the website is hingepodcast.org Hingepodcast.org. dot org you know a good sponsor for you guys would be wD40.
0: <laughs>
1: Why is that? Well, they got taste, you know, have you ever oh, okay. for,
0: for hinges. For hinges. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, gotcha, um,
2: gotcha. Totally. Gotcha. Stay with right, me. Man. I thought right maybe they didn't ahead. have it in the States, maybe.
1: <laughs> so our comedian, who's one of our comedians who's up on the show uh, soon, that Canadian guy, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, that Canadian guy, Glenn Foster, he sent me this recently, and I want your opinion on this before we, uh, we uh, say goodbye. Sure. So this is um, an immigrant coming to Canada, and the immigrant... Uh, says there's a conversation between the customs officer and the immigrant and here's how it goes. Customs officer welcome to Canada. Immigrant thank you. My family and our unicorn are very grateful to be here and do I have to keep saying customs and immigrant and customs and immigrant? We can get no, the oh, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> welcome to Canada. Thank you. My family and our unicorn are very grateful to be here uh, I'm sorry but I don't see a unicorn well you can't see him but he, he, he's always there. He watches over us and guides us. We have arrived safely only because our unicorn has been with us Ah, I understand. Many people in Canada have unicorns to guide them as well. In fact, we are a nation of many different unicorns. And there are more and more Canadians who have no unicorn at all. Now, let's see if we can't find you a job so that you can become a productive Canadian citizen. Immigrant. Yes, I am a hard worker and I'm willing to take take any job, provided I am not required to do anything my unicorn would not approve of. Uh, Of course, we understand that. The immigrant says, my unicorn also expects me to dress in a certain manner and he does not permit me to consume certain foods and beverages. I'm not even supposed to touch them. The customs officer, oh, not a problem. Other unicorns have dietary restrictions as well. The immigrant, "Uh, there are certain days and times throughout the week when my unicorn will not allow me to work. And there are a number of special days throughout the year when I, I will also be unable to work because I will be participating in special celebrations of my unicorn. Customs officer, don't worry. Canadians are very accommodating. Immigrant. In that case, I would like my employer to provide me with a private area so that I may bring my unicorn to work, and we'll need some time uh, some uh, some time set aside during the day for personal vid- visits with my unicorn. I will also need extra time to properly prepare for my visits. My employer. Uh, and my co-workers should also take care not to say or do anything that might upset or offend my unicorn. They should avoid displaying any images or objects related to their own unicorns and they should refrain from wearing any other unicorn symbols as well. Finally, whenever they celebrate their unicorns, they should uh, do so only in the manner that takes into consideration the sensitivities of my unicorn as well. Customs officer, Well, here in Canada, we celebrate all unicorns. As a matter of fact, your unicorn and everyone else's is protected under the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Now, do you have any other questions? Immigrant. Yes, when do I get to vote? Okay. Actually, I want to go to the atheist first on that one. Atheist, what says you about that?
2: Um. Only that... one of my things as being this atheist superhero is that I actually have a pet unicorn.
1: <laughs> right. Would that be a colander on your head and uh, maybe the flying spaghetti monster? Would that be your Yeah. Unicorn?
2: Well, it's related to that. Okay. But yeah, yeah. All right. Um, obviously,
1: there's a fair bit of cheek in that, and I, I think – that um, that that discussion is part and parcel of why people are so interested in your podcast. Mm, because yeah. in this day and age, when uh, the, the mixing pot of people's religions are all now coming together, and then we're mixing in a bl- bit of political correctness and a mm. bit of um, awareness and intelligence and the amount of information we have, and yet personal experience comes into all of this, and... You know, there's no there's no atheists and foxholes and all this kind of – just stir it all in there, folks, and that's what you get in the HingePodcast.org. The Hinge <laughs> – or yes, Sorry, HingePodcast.org. That's where you want to go. Um, guys, I I regret having spent so much time reading that article, but, but – um, I, well, I just – I guess I want to say I'm sorry because we have – we have a bigger name coming up that we've got to get to. I
2: know it. Like we said, man, we're we're happy to be here. This yeah. awesome. How hey, you're, we... al- you're hilarious too? By the way.
1: Thank, oh, stop. Keep going. Yeah, oh, stop. Man, now, go now, to his now head. How did, did, how did hey. get hey. Me to, how did yeah. get me to make your interview go longer? your phones don't fit anymore? Say it again. Say it again. Um. It's how really did, hilarious? Drew. How <laughs> how did
0: you find our show? I don't understand. You know, actually, this is a great segue for a little plug we want to give. We are on the hunt right now to uh, to just find great stories of people wrestling with faith and with doubt. And uh, based on the bio I found on your website, I think you've had enough spiritual searching for about 20 different people. (laughs) And uh, so that's how we stumbled across the radio show. Obviously, it sounds like you guys are getting into a lot of that that we want to get into as well. But yeah. that also segues to the plug because we are looking for stories of people who are really wrestling with what it is they believe specifically centered around this person of who is Jesus. And so if anyone is listening right now, has that kind of angst in their life, please go to our website and contact us we want to hear your story. Or even
2: on Facebook, however you can reach us, you know, get get hold of us.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Really well done. Nice uh, plug at the end. Way to get in your uh, agenda uh, at the very end.
0: <laughs> well, thank you, sir. This is yeah, a blast. Thank you. Uh,
1: it was good. We uh, we really should speak again. Hingepodcast.org. Uh, Drew and Corey, that's who you're talking to right there. Guys, thanks for your time. All right. Thank you. Again. See ya. We'll be right back with a lot more here on the Drew Marshall Show. Stay with us. us go down and check out the